You're listening to a message from Highway Church entitled Superfood. Enjoy. God is so good. I'm glad that we're spending some time together over the World Wide Web. And we've got um, fresh, hot Jesus to enjoy together. And uh, let's pray. Father, you're so good. We thank you. Regardless of what's going on around us, you are the foundation and uh, strong uh, tower of our lives. And you're holding us up. You're moving us forward. You're causing us to know the things we need to know and to go where we need to go and to do the things we need to do. You're accomplishing the things that concern us, Father. We thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, for your presence that surrounds us for your presence inside of us that is revealing Jesus to us right now, that's opening the eyes of our hearts so that we can see you clearly, Mm -hmm. so that we can know clearly your will and your nature, clearly all that you've accomplished for us, clearly who we are in you. Thank you, Lord. We're, We're new creations. We're your sons and your daughters. Holy Spirit, we give you this time. Lead us forward. Yes. Transform us. Show us Jesus. Hallelujah. In His name, we gather. Amen. Amen. I want to share a word with you. I, I, I love spending time with, with the Lord throughout my day. And He speaks to me about you. He's the highway family. And he'll put things on my heart to share with you. And so I I say, Lord, what do you want to share with the Highway family this upcoming gathering? And superfood came to mind. I uh, get persecuted for it, but I like sun-dried prunes. And uh, my daughter Amber likes them. She's the only one in my family, I think. Jennifer, do you like them? I do. Okay, Jennifer and my wife does, so... That's not bad. A couple of them that are with me. But there are foods, naturally speaking, they call super foods like prunes. In other words, uh, they're they're foods that are uh, dense, high, rich nutrient content. So when you eat them, they're good for your body. Well, naturally speaking and supernaturally speaking, as far as uh, your spirit, your soul, and your body are concerned, there is a superfood that you really can't live without, and that's God's Word. God's Word is the superfood. Mm-hmm. It's just packed with all the nutrients and life you need to fulfill your destiny. And it's, it, it's uh, a food that when we eat it, when it becomes, we get our, when we get our recommended daily allowance of God's Word, it not only uh, makes us whole, but it keeps us whole. It keeps us strong. It keeps us positive. It keeps us looking forward. It protects us from fear. It uh, protects us from anxiety and from uh, despair and dismay. And, and you know, in, in these times, situations like, well, you know, this is not the first uh, mm-hmm. fear or opportunity to be afraid that, that we've seen. I've seen many of them. I've only been on earth for 50 years but I've seen several of them in my lifetime. And uh, it never ceases to amaze me that no uh, people's response to fear and God's steadiness in the midst of it. So, uh, you know, it's time like this, like this where you'll find out really what you believe. Because when everything's going right, you know, there, there may be fears and things that you've allowed to remain in the background mm-hmm. of your thinking. They will come to the surface during this time. Mm-hmm. So situations like this don't make us afraid. They're really, they really oftentimes expose what's been there all along. It's so good to realize mm-hmm. that because mm-hmm. we, want, we want nothing to do with fear at any point in time in our lives. There's nothing good about it. We want to absolutely uh, 
reject it, resist it, not yield to it at, at any time, for any reason, under any circumstances. I can't emphasize that enough. It is contrary to the way you're made. It's contrary to the nature of your father. It, 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 it hinders and, and throws your, your bodily uh, operations, your, your body chemistry out of whack. There are, there are so many negative consequences to fear. So eating God's superfood, eating his word, gives us an immunity to fear because the the nutrients in God's word are absorbed not only into our body but into our soul into our mind into our will into our emotions and it makes our soul strong mm-hmm. it makes our soul impervious to fear mm-hmm. impervious to fear and times like this are great opportunities where Satan is trying to steal, kill, and destroy. It's great opportunity for people to see Jesus Christ in us, mm-hmm. for people to see uh, us immovable ones, strong ones who are, are free from fear and, and full of the light and the life of Christ. And we have the answer. We have the healing touch of Christ in our fingertips We've got the person of Christ inside of us. We've got the same spirit that, that made the lame walk and the maimed whole in us. God is so good. So God's word is, is a superfood we want to encourage you to, to feast on daily. Now, Jesus, it says in the scriptures, is the word of God. Now, what does that mean? We're going to take a look at that. Let's eat some Jesus. Let's go to John chapter 6. I'm going to go there in my Bible. John chapter 6. If you got your Bible, grab a hold of it. Let's go there. John chapter 6. We're just going to relax and take our time. We're going to have a nice meal today. Does that sound good? Let's have a nice meal. Let's enjoy ourselves. Let's let's savor the appetizer. Let's enjoy the, the drinks that they brought. We're preparing for the main course. You know what? I'm in the book of Luke. That just is not where I want to be right now. John 6. I know my Bible has a John 6. Yep, there it is. I knew it was in there. Last time I looked, it was. John 6. We're going to start in verse 28. Jesus is the Word of God. He's God's superfood. We're going to talk about eating Jesus. All right? You'll hear me say a lot at Highway Church, fresh hot Jesus. And, and that's, that's something that rose up inside of me some time ago, that that's what God wants to give you. And I, and I like the way it's said, because it kind of it, it, it uh, shakes the religion out of you, you know? Mm-hmm. Give me some fresh, hot Jesus. Oh, I don't know, you could say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. He wants you to, to have a fresh revelation of who he is. He wants you to experience, experience him as he is. There's, he has no expiration date. Isn't that great? He's always fresh. He has no shelf life. He's forever. So in John chapter 6, it's a powerful chapter, and I love the book of John. First book I ever read in the Bible. But, you know, the, the, the religious police are on Jesus trying to get him to trip him up. And, and I just love how he brings forth love and truth together. And so in verse 28, they say to him, what shall we do that we might work the works of God? Good question. And Jesus answers and says unto him, unto them, this is the work of God that you believe on him whom he has sent. Isn't that refreshing? Mm-hmm. This is what God asks of us, that we believe in the person of Christ that we believe in who He is and what He's done for us. So you're going to see Jesus makes several references to believing in this passage. Here's the first one, verse 29. Let's keep reading. They said, therefore unto Him, what sign showest thou then that we may see and believe thee? You like my Shakespearean English? What dost thou work? Our fathers did eat manna in the desert, As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said unto them, listen to this, Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, 
but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is He. Talking about Himself, right? The bread of God is He which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Verse 34. Then said they unto Him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. They're thinking naturally. You understand that? Right? They're, they're looking for an actual loaf. Right? That's what they're looking for. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. There it is. Fresh hot Jesus. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. He that believeth on me shall never thirst. Wow. Second reference to believing, right? Mm -hmm. How do we do the works of God? We believe on Him. How do we eat the bread of life? We believe on Him. All right? <clears throat> I had a kind bar before we started this video. <clears throat> and there seems to be some remnants of it. Ah, uh, lingering. <laughs> Pardon me. <sighs> vigoro, vigoro. Okay. Here we go. I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. He that believeth on me shall never thirst. Reference number two to believing. Let's keep reading. Uh, but I said unto you uh, that you also have seen me and believe not. Third reference to believing. Talking about eating Jesus. What, how do we eat Jesus? We believe that he is who he says he is and that he's done everything he said he did. Okay. All right, let's move to verse 40. Verse 40. And this is the will of him that sent me. Here's God's will. Jesus spells it out for us. Isn't that wonderful? No mystery about it. That everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him. There's a, was it a fourth reference? Mm -hmm. Fourth reference. And believeth on him may have everlasting life. May I have everlasting life? Yes. yes. Believe on Him. Right? May have everlasting life. And I will raise Him up at the last day. Let's go to verse 47. Truly, truly, I say unto you, He that believeth on Me. Fifth reference. So believing on Him is really important, isn't it? Right? Nothing is more important in your life than believing on Him. Nothing. He that believeth on me hath everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. Hello. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread... He will live forever, and the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Now stay with me. Listen to this. So the, the, the Jews that are listening are, are kind of troubled now. They're saying among themselves, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? What are they doing? They're still thinking carnal, natural, right? They're saying, what do, what do we do? Do we got to chew on his shoulder? They can't figure it out because they're not listening with their spirit, with their heart, they're listening through their, their carnal reasoning or their religious tradition. Mm. And that will block you every time. Verse 53, Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink His blood, you have no life in you. Notice G Jesus is speaking spiritual things. He's not going to shift just because they're not listening. You, we need to shift to the way He speaks, okay? We need to shift to the Spirit because He's never going to shift to the carnal, all right? He's a Spirit. We need to adapt to Him. We need to change our thinking to come in line with His nature, right? That's the only way you're going to grab a hold of what He has for you. Hallelujah. So verse 54, and again, if you're listening to this naturally, this is going to sound weird, Whosoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, 
And I will raise him up at the last day for my flesh is meat indeed. And my blood is drink indeed. Jesus is not a vampire. Let's keep reading. He that eats my flesh and drinks my blood dwells in me and I in him as the living father has sent me and I live by the father. So he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. This is that bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eats of this bread shall live forever. Hallelujah. These things he said in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. I'm going to keep reading with go away at 64. Many, therefore, of his disciples, when they heard, now they're listening to the way, the truth, and the life, right? They're listening to the, the, the Alpha and the Omega, but they're not hearing him with their hearts. What he's saying is not registering. So in, in verse uh, 60, it says, many of them, when they heard this, said, this is a hard saying. Who can hear it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, does this offend you? What and if you shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before? Listen to verse 63. Very important. This, this gives us the spiritual insight to everything he said. It is the Spirit that gives life. Remember in John 4, he said, God is Spirit. Those who worship him must worship in spirit. God is spirit. His word is spirit. It will never be carnal. It will never be of man. It's always of him. It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profits nothing. Wow. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not. Another reference to believing. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not, another reference, and who would betray him. Wow. Eating Jesus. Jesus says that if you want everlasting life, you have to eat his flesh and drink his blood. Woo! This is quite a message, isn't it? What is he talking about? How do we eat Jesus? Well, he told us, I think, about five or six times. We believe in who He is and we believe in what He's done for us. This is how we, listen to me, your whole life consists of three things. I want you to hear this. Listening, believing, and speaking. Your whole existence is all about those three things. Listening, believing, and speaking. If you want to have fresh, hot Jesus in your system, then you've got to listen to words that reveal to you how good He is. You can get those right here in the Scriptures. You read them. I like reading the Bible out loud to myself and, and, and speak it to myself. You can, you can get those words from good messages like you're listening to right now. Messages that reveal to you the true nature of Jesus. His goodness, His will, His love, His power, His strength, His wisdom. All that He is and all that He's done for us. So if you want to eat Him, you've got to listen to words that describe who He is and what He's done for you. Then when you hear those words, you've got to believe them. And as you believe them, then you've got to speak them. That's how you eat Jesus. You listen. I'm, I'm always hungry for some more of Him. In other words, I'm always looking for another bite of Jesus. I'm, what do I mean by that? I'm always listening for words that will reveal more of Him to me. I'm always listening for that. I search for that daily. As I'm looking through the scriptures in my private time, I'm looking for verses that reveal to me clearly the nature of Jesus, who he is and what he's done for me. Okay. Now we're in a different place than these people were that he was speaking to. Jesus has already risen from the dead. Holy Spirit's already come. So we're, we, we can, we, we have a revelation they didn't have, Right. So I'm always listening for these words. And when I hear them, man, it's, it's like Christmas morning to me. 
I, I grab a hold of that thing. Whatever I have with me, if I have to write it down or I'll put it on a note in my phone. I have, I have a whole folders of notes on my phone that are categorized for, for uh, things that I can go to and just, you know, my, my superfood snacks, you know, right? I go to that folder and I'll just read whatever that, that Jesus uh, nugget was I just got. I'll write it down and, I, and I'll, I'll meditate on it. I'll, I'll believe in it. And then I'll, I'll speak it over my life. In other words, with my mouth, I open up and I say that it's true about me right now. What am I doing? I'm eating his flesh and drinking his blood. That's what he's talking about. Believing in who he is and what he's done for us. Are you seeing that? Okay. Very important. Now, oh, this is great. Mark chapter four. Let's look at Mark chapter four. Verses 24 and 25. And this is in the New Living Translation. Remember what I said, the three three things that make up your whole existence, the three most important elements of your life are listening, believing, and speaking. And I'm not just talking about a Christian. I'm talking about every human being. This is how we're made. It will never change. That's how we're designed. Every human being is designed to listen, believe, and speak. It doesn't matter what they're listening to. I can listen to negative things. Mm -hmm. And if I listen to those, I'm really eating them is what I'm doing. I'm listening to them. And if I keep listening to them, I'm going to eventually believe them. Right? I'm I'm feeding on them. Mm -hmm. And what am I going to do then? I'm going to start speaking them. Mm -hmm. This is a very simple uh, principle that applies to every human being. This will set you free when you realize this is how we operate. This is how we function. Okay? Listen to what Jesus said, the, the bread of life. He said in Mark 4.24, the New Living Translation, he says, pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given and you will receive even more. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now he was talking about his, his teaching as he was teaching them, right? Verse 25, to those who listen to my teaching more understanding will be given. But for those who are not listening, listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. Who's going to take it away? Not God. He's never a thief. He's not a thief. Who takes away the, under, the little understanding that you may gain? Satan. Right? Didn't he teach in the parable that when the word is sown, Satan comes immediately Mm -hmm. to take that away? Why? Because Satan doesn't want you to be whole. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want you to experience the wholeness, the well-being, the vision, the destiny that God has for you. And the only way he can keep you from doing that is by stealing what understanding you gain. You are gaining understanding right now of Jesus. You have to protect it. You have to listen, and then you have to keep it in your heart. How? By meditating on it. Thinking on it. Going over it. After this message is over, you're taking notes, right? Or uh, sometimes I just like to listen, and my notes are just things that will hit me up. And then I'll go back and listen to the recording of it afterwards and i might take more notes or catch some more things and then i've got this note on my phone uh, or whatever it could be a notebook however you whatever you use and i'll just sit there and i'll eat that what am i doing that i'm protecting that and i'm enabling that to grow inside of me listen if you just hear this message and then just go on with your life it's going to get taken from you it will if you just come, come every Sunday to highway and go to get togethers and then just go on with your life it's going to get taken from you you're not going to change because there's a thief out there trying to keep you from experiencing Jesus. So you got to know how you work. We listen, we believe, and we speak. So what are you listening to? I, I will tell you this, as I look at the current, what's going on in the world, in my lifetime, from my perspective, I've never seen fear as widespread as I've seen it in this last month, okay? And I, I'm going to tell you what the reason, the reason is not the virus, I'm not trying to downplay it. But the reason is um, mostly what people are listening to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So here, let's say, let's say I don't know what I know from the Word of God, and I just, 
okay, I, I'm hearing about the coronavirus and, you know, I turn on the TV or on my phone or go online and that's pretty much the majority of what I'm seeing. And I don't know the word. I don't know what we just talked about. I'm just a person living on planet Earth with no knowledge of how I work. And I'm watching those things. And it's all in my feeds on all my platforms. And what am I doing? I'm listening. Right? What is that producing in me? Most of the reports have some kind of twist to it or there's fear attached to it. There's nothing wrong with, with you know, when I f- first heard about it, I said, well, what is this thing? You know, what are, what are people talking about? But I didn't go to a news source. You go to uh, try and find a reliable source like the Center for Disease uh, Control. I think I'm saying that right, CDC? Um, we had CCD when I was a kid. That's not a <laughs> whole different thing. CDC. Uh, anyway, so yeah, you, you, you read. What, okay, what is this virus? What are they saying? You know, and I'm not trying. To, I'm not. Oh, okay, what is it? It's a, what's going on? And I read. Okay, this is what the the experts are saying. And even that, I always take that with a grain of salt. Sometimes a whole truckload of salt. Okay. But I look, okay, and I read, okay, okay, and I, I got a little information, that's about all I need, okay? But I certainly don't put news report on news report and news report. I don't check the, the news sites every day. I, you know, they just keep recycling the same stuff, and they'll take these, these unique cases and make it seem like this is what's going to happen to you. And they don't tell you what that person's been thinking on for the last two years in their life. They don't tell you what that person listens to, believes and speaks in their life because they don't even know. They don't know how to gauge a person's health. They don't know about spirit, soul, and body. So you're listening to something that's really not superfood at all. I would call it junk food that has uh, little to no nutrients in it. Okay? That doesn't mean we're ignorant of what's going on, but in this age we're living in, we can, we can you can really, I don't even put the news on so I can hear it. I just research on myself online. I control what I'm hearing. Okay? Do the same thing. Pay close attention to what you hear. Okay? Hallelujah. God, you're good. Thank you, Lord. This is a whole different way of living. It's a whole different way of living. This is, this is life everlasting. This is life starting the moment you believe and never stops. Life everlasting. Non-stop life. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus is the Word of God, right? I said that, but that's actually in the Scriptures. And let's go to John chapter 1. We're in John, back in John. John chapter 1. Jesus is the Word of God. Jesus is God's superfood. He wants you to eat His flesh, drink His blood. What does that mean? He wants you to believe in all that He's done for you. He wants you to believe in who He is and all that He's done for you. Now, before we read John chapter 1, who is Jesus? Well, we know He's the Messiah. What does that mean? He's my Savior, right? He's my Savior. What does He save me from? Sin, the curse of sin, and everything that goes with that. Sickness, disease, anxiety, fear, poverty, lack, anything contrary to my Father, He saved me from. Right? Hallelujah. So I know that who He is, He's my Messiah, He's my Savior, He's the Lamb of God, He's the, the, the final sacrifice for sin, He's the once for all sacrifice for sin, there will never be another sacrifice for sin. You can't offer any sacrifices for sin. Because Jesus did it. That's who He is. We're eating Jesus right now. Right? He's the once for all sacrifice for sin. He's my healer. He's my provider. He's my wisdom. He's my justification. He's my sanctification. He's my righteousness. He's my shepherd. He's my banner of victory. This is who He is. What's He done for me? He took my sins away. He canceled Every one of them. He canceled the results of them. He canceled the penalty of them. He took my sicknesses and bore my diseases. He took the punishment necessary for me to be well. Who He is and what He's done for us. He's the Word of God. So let's look at John chapter 1. I'm going to read this out of my trusty but not dusty King James Bible. Chapter 1. 
verse one. Man, that just takes me right back to when I first read this. This changed my life. In the beginning, before there was anyone else or anything else, was the Word. Not talking about this. The Bible. This is a written Word. This wasn't assembled to like 1300 AD. Okay? Not talking about that. Understand? We're talking about Jesus. Let's keep reading. In the beginning was the Word. Why does God call Him the Word? We're going to see that. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. We see the Trinity here. Isn't that amazing? So the Word was with God. And the Word was God. You have God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit. All right? The same was with, the, excuse me, the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. I'm going to make sure I, I could just read all day. I'll make sure I'm sticking to what I want to. Yeah, we're good. All right. In Him was life. If you're looking for life, it's only in Him. Important to know that. Mm-hmm. Do you read the back of the packages when you're shopping? Mm-hmm. You got the ingredients? Right? No, that, 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 it's got some stuff in there I don't want. Well, here's the ingredients to Jesus. Pure life. Pure strength. Pure wisdom. 100% wisdom. 100% strength. 100% health. 100% righteousness. 100% uh, clarity and vision. We're reading His label on the back of His package, right? In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And that light shines in darkness. Man, is it shining now. Mm -hmm. Woo! And the darkness comprehended it not. Carnal minds will not understand what I'm telling you. (laughs) There are some Christians, unfortunately, they're very carnally minded and they'll just, they won't understand what we're we're talking about. They even get offended by messages like this. And Mm -hmm. we pray that that the eyes of their heart are open so they can see the real Jesus and not their religious tradition, right? Mm -hmm. The darkness comprehended it not. Doesn't get it. Not just like the people in John 6. They couldn't get what Jesus was saying. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. All men. This is available to anybody who believes. He was not that light, John, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was, that was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world. That's talking about Jesus now, the light of the world and the Word of God, and the world was made by Him, and the world knew Him not. Isn't that amazing? He's the one who made us all. (laughs) It made everything, but the world didn't know it. How? And He came unto His own, and His own received Him not. Wow. That's about as backwards and dark as you can get, right? Look at verse 12. But as many as received Him, To them gave He power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe. I don't know how many times we've said believe in this message, but it's in there, isn't it? Even to them that believe on His name. What is His name? His name reveals to us who He is and what He's done for us. His name is salvation. His name is healing. That's what His name means. God heals, God saves now. That's what Jesus means. Hallelujah. To those that believe that, they'll, they'll, they'll receive power to become the sons of God, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the Word, capital W, talking about Jesus, was made flesh. He came to earth, didn't he? And dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of of grace and truth. Grace and truth go together, right? It says a little later in John that that the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Amen. Man, that's so good. So why is Jesus called the Word of God? Is this like a grammar lesson? Is He a noun? Is Is He an adjective? Is He a, I don't know, what am I, a predicate? I don't even know my my grammar things anymore. Anyway, God is not talking about grammar here. All right? Why is He called the Word of God? Words are the expression of what's in our heart. Okay? We're made in the image of God. This is how we operate. It's how God operates. 
Jesus is the Word of God because He's the expression of the heart of God. That's why He's called the Word of God. You see that? So He's not like a, you know, a consonant or a vowel. He's the expression of God's heart. In fact, what's the scripture? Luke 6.45. Let's read that. Luke 6.45. This describes how we're made. I love the Bible teaches us how to live. Isn't this good? Listening, believing, speaking. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. So who determines what we store in our hearts? Woo, we do, right? Yeah, we do. In fact, your heart is where your treasure is kept. The things that you consider valuable are kept in your heart. They may not be valuable, but you you esteem them as valuable. So to you, that's your treasure, right? What's the saying? One man's trash is another man's treasure. Right? Well, Jesus is saying here that the, the, a good treasure, a good man, put a good treasure in his heart. What's the kind of treasure we want in our heart? Who Jesus is and what he's done for us. We want the, the reality of who he is and what he's done for us. We store that in our heart. We're always depositing this treasure in our heart who He is and what He's done for us. We know that is the treasure of life. Jesus. He's the treasure, right? So we're, we're always learning about Him. We're, we're, we're meditating on what He's done for us. We're speaking it over our lives. And that builds a treasure, a deposit inside of us that we draw from when we speak. Now the negative, the, the reverse of that, we can, we can build a treasure of what man says, of the latest scandals or controversies that are out there of what's going on at work of what's going on in the world around me of politics of 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 social uh, media we, there's all kinds of treasures you can put in your heart and what's amazing about that it's it's totally up to you what you value what do you how how valuable is your heart how valuable is it i'm gonna tell you your heart is the most valuable thing you have don't put anything in there that is even mildly contrary to the person of Jesus. Okay? So in our heart, our treasure or our values uh, are kept, right? In other words, what we believe is important is kept in our heart. Okay? I think he's really making this plain. This is good. So the words we choose to give, the words that we hear, that we stamp valuable, those go in our heart. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. This is good to learn. This will help you so much. The words that we hear, that we give significance to, if we give enough significance to them, they enter our heart and we begin to store them there. Mm -hmm. I hear a lot of stupid words throughout my day, right? I don't give them any significance. They're not coming in my heart. Why? Because this is the only heart I have. It's the most important part of me. Only Jesus stuff is coming in there. That's it. I've made that decision. I don't care how uh, talented someone is, how uh, successful they've been, what kind of platform they're speaking from. If it's not fresh, hot Jesus, it's not coming in my heart. Sorry, Charlie. You guys remember him? from uh, Chicken of the Sea Tuna. Wow, that's going back. Oh, well. Anyway. Sorry, Charlie. Starkiss. One of the tuna companies used to have a Charlie the Tuna as their little advertising guy. It's true. All right. So, this is pretty powerful. So, words are the expression of what's in our heart. Jesus is the perfect expression of God's heart. He perfectly revealed to us God's will and God's nature. Okay? So good. So listen to me. When we are exhorted in the scriptures to give attention to God's word, it's attention to Jesus. All right? Let me give you an example. How are we doing? Are we still awake? Yeah. Shake a little bit. Right? Have a snack. Mm. Right? Take the dog out. 
Come back in, do something, wake yourself up. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 4. We're going to Proverbs 4. Verse 20. So you'll see throughout the Scriptures, God exhorts us to give attention to His Word. What He's saying is give attention to Jesus. Mm-hmm. The living Word. Okay? Verse 20 of Proverbs 4. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Okay? Do not let them depart from your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Why should we do this? Well, anything that God instructs us to do, we know it's for our benefit. But look at what verse 22 tells us. God's words are life to those who find them and health to all their whole body. Huh? God's words are life to who? Those who find them, those who stamp them as valuable, those who treasure them, those who, who, who esteem them above everybody else's words, right? And what happens when I, when I esteem God's word above everything else I've heard or ever known? It becomes health and life to my whole body. Now that Hebrew word there for health is very powerful, but it can also be, de- be defined as the remedy. God's word is the remedy for my body. It can also be defined as the cure or the medicine. Wow. See, if people would just esteem God's word, the answer for every illness is in it. It's the word of God. God's word is the cure for every illness man has ever known or will ever know. It's up to you. Are you going to esteem it to that level in your own mind and heart? For they are life to those who find them, the remedy, the cure, the medicine, health to all their whole body. Covers every system, every cell, every tissue, every organ, every system of your body. The message says it this way. Those who discover these words live, really live, body and soul. They're bursting with health. Isn't that good? New Living 2 translation. NLT 2. For they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Wow! There's my ankle solution, right? There's a solution to that ankle that's, that's not moving like it should move. Right? There's a solution to the, to the ear issue I've been having. Right? There's a solution to any issue you're facing in your body. God's Word brings healing to your whole body. So knowing this now, when I read the Word of God, I remind myself of that. That this is bringing healing to my whole body. If I didn't esteem what we just read, I wouldn't be thinking that way. I might just be reading it to gain knowledge of, of uh, the Bible and history and, and, and so I can win on Jeopardy if I get the Bible category. <laughs> Right? No. I've got knowledge now that when I'm reading the Word of God, it's giving life to my body. That changes the way I read it now. Are you following me? This is eating Jesus. This is the superfood. The New Century Version says they are the key to life for those who find them. Whoa! They bring health to the whole body. How many movies I've seen in my lifetime where they're searching for the answer to life, right? They're searching for the fountain of youth or we just watched a, a, out of one of the Indiana Jones series and they're searching for the Holy Grail. You know, the, if I can find that Holy Grail and, you know, I could, I could be per- perpetually healthy. No, the answer is not in the Holy Grail. It's not in the Ark of the Covenant. It's not in any artifacts found in any, any nation of the world. It's in the Word of God. So I treat the Word of God like an archaeological dig. I, I, have my, I open this book, man, I've got my pick, I've got my shovel, I've got my instruments. I am digging below the surface because I want all of Jesus I can get. I'm on a dig every time I read. The Passion Translation says, fill your thoughts with my words. Woo, I love that. Until they penetrate deep into your spirit. 
naturally when we eat, it takes time for our body to digest what we've just eaten, right? Right. And I've heard it takes about 20 minutes for your body to realize what you've just eaten. <laughs> so I need to remind myself of that when I wolf down a couple burgers in like, you know, 90 seconds flat. That's not good, right? My, my grandpa on my mom's side lived with him for some time. He would sit down one plate of food and he might be there for an hour. Just take his time, chew his food. We all know we're supposed to chew each bite like 10,342 times, right? I think he did that. But, uh, but he took time. So, I, I, and you help me with this. I'm try, I like to try and make myself take at least 20 minutes to eat. Okay? But what, what did we just read here? That give, fill your thoughts with my words until your system begins to digest them. Okay? That's why listening is so important, meditating. Until they penetrate deep into your spirit. This is we're living deep, right? We got to let the word of God penetrate. There is no such thing as a fast food word from God. Never will be. God's word is fast and powerful. It'll heal you in a blink of an eye. Right? But in terms of eating and experiencing it, we have to let it penetrate. In terms of living this thing, going all the way. Then as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. Wow. The last verse, verse 23 in the New American Standard says, Watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flow the springs of life. What are the springs of life? Your beliefs. Okay? Where are your beliefs kept? In your heart. So what you've been listening to goes down into your heart eventually, not if you just hear it once. You have to keep it, keep it running through your system. It will go into your heart and then it will come back up. Right? In your heart is where the springs of life come. So this is so important. God knows how we're made. He knows what will provide health for us, what will be healing and wholeness for us. He knows that the fuel that makes us go is our beliefs. Your beliefs are the energy bar, the power bar that you need. So there are times I go through my day and I feel discouraged. I pull out my power bar like, uh, I don't know, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. Mm -hmm. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He, he, he does these things in my life, right? I just had a little power bar there, right? (laughs) Hallelujah. So your beliefs are the fuel that make you go, good or bad. You can put bad fuel in if you're believing things that are contrary to the true Jesus, the true nature of Jesus, right? And, and what's going to happen? You're not going to make it. You're not going to fulfill your destiny because your fuel, your beliefs are, 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 are not in line with the person of Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, so we're going to put together a little playlist. Can we do that? A little playlist for you uh, of, of fresh hot Jesus. Last scripture before we do that is in uh, Romans chapter 10. We're going to read this scripture and then I'm going to give you a, a Jesus playlist to, to, to put on in your life. Okay, go through it. It's just a number of scriptures that you can have going on in your ears, in your thoughts that will feed and nourish you and keep you strong. Okay, so Romans 10, 17, last scripture before we get into our playlist says this, so faith, it's, whenever you see faith, it's always talking about faith in Christ, okay? But they don't, they don't put that in there every time, but that's what we're talking about. Faith in Christ, faith in who He is and what He's done for you, comes from, now listening, right? Mm-hmm. Hearing. And hearing by the Word of Christ. Now depending on what transit, what do they say? Hearing words concerning Christ or hearing words that reveal to us who He is and what He's done for us. That's how faith in Christ comes. I want to make this very plain, okay? So if I want to be strong in faith, if I want to be confident and sure, I need to hear words 
that reveal to me how good he is, how much he loves me, all that he accomplished for me through his sacrifice. Okay? As I hear those words, faith becomes an automatic response in my system. Your system digests the food that you eat, and your heart will digest Jesus when you hear him. Okay? The Amplified Classic says it this way, faith comes by hearing, by the preaching of the message that came from the lips of Christ, the Messiah himself. That's why we want fresh hot Jesus, right? The message says the point is before you trust, you have to listen. But unless Christ's word is preached, not religious tradition, we're not looking around for, for man's reasoning and an esteemed doctrine of tradition. We need Jesus 100%. Before you trust, you have to listen. But unless Christ's word is preached, there's nothing to listen to. <laughs> Thank you. And that's how I am. If, I, if I'm online looking for a good message and they start giving me their own ideas and their own tradition, next. Sorry. I love them. I pray for them. But if, if you're not preaching fresh hot Jesus, there's nothing to listen to for me. Why? Because I value that more than anything in my life. That's number one in my heart. And that's what I'm going to treasure in my life. You can do the same thing. You'll be so glad you did. It will just automatically free you up from so many things that would have entangled you. All right, so let's get some fresh hot Jesus here. Wow, I just made a playlist. You ever make a playlist on, on uh, Spotify or, or Apple Music? Well, make a playlist of fresh hot Jesus. I'm just going to, let's go to the book of Psalms. We're almost done. You're still awake, right? Let's get you some, some health food, some super food here, some organic uh, Un, untainted by man food right from the soil of God's heart how we doing how we doing over there we still have time left on the ticker okay good alright Psalm 3.3 3. you ready this is our playlist you can write these down and, and get them later Psalm 3.3 3. here's some fresh hot Jesus but you O Lord are the shield for me ah let that ring in your ears for a little while you, O oh Lord, are a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter up of my head. I love that. I eat that. That's one of my regular snacks. But you, O oh Lord, are a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter of my head. <laughs> How about Psalm 5, verse 11 and 12? I mean, the Psalms are just, are just full of some fresh hot Jesus. But let all those that put their trust in you rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy. Why? Because you defend them. Let them also that love your name be joyful in you. For you, Lord, will bless the righteous. Who's the righteous? Those who believe in Jesus. Right? God made you righteous when you believed in Jesus. Anytime you see that, don't disqualify yourself saying, I'm not righteous yet. Yes, you are, because you believed in Jesus. Okay? For, for thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor and, and will compass him as with a shield. Hallelujah. This is just give you some playlist here. How about Psalm 9, verses 1 and 2? If you're wondering what to listen to during this quarantine time, this is a playlist for you. Psalm 3, 3, Psalm 5, 11 and 12, Psalm 9, 1 and 2. I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. Woo! I wrote a song about that called I Will. Psalm 16, 11. Let's keep going. We're almost done. You will show me the path of life. You don't know what to do? There you go. Listen to Psalm 1611. You will make known to me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. Fullness of joy. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. If you're looking for pleasure, it's in God's right hand. So we're doing good here. Let's go Psalm 18, 1 through 3. Oh, I love this. I will love you, O Lord, my strength. <laughs> The Lord is my rock 
And my fortress is going to say this right in the face of fear. No, 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 no. The Lord is my rock. The Lord is my deliverer. The Lord is my God. He's my strength in whom I trust. He's my buckler. He's the horn of my salvation. He's my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Woo! That's a hit song right there. You can just put five stars next to that one. Put it on repeat. Right? Well, hey, how about Psalm 27? Absolutely. Psalm 27. I'm just, I'm just, this is a hit parade right here. Psalm 27, uh, verse 5. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. <laughs> in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. Hallelujah. Is this a time of trouble? Then you're hit protected. Right? And now shall mine head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. Therefore, I will offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing. Yeah, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Woo, man. Love this stuff. Okay, I'm just watching. I'm watching the clock. Don't worry. Psalm 32. Let's see how many, how many of these hits I can give you here. Psalm 32, verse 7 and 8. Or maybe verse, yeah, verse 7 and 8. You are my hiding place. Yes. You shall preserve me from trouble. Yes. Wow. You shall compass me about with songs of deliverance. Selah. That means that meditate on it. Let it penetrate into your spirit. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. I mean, I could go on all day, but I won't do that to you. Let me just give these to you. Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5. Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5. Isaiah 53, verses 4 and 5. Isaiah 54, verse 10. And verses 13 and 14. Isaiah 54, verse 10, verses 13 and 14 as well. Matthew 8, 17. Matthew 8, 17. 1 Peter 2, 24. 1 Peter 2, 24. And 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17 and verse 20. Okay? But that's, that's some, some, some fresh, hot Jesus for you to eat and, and let it penetrate, digest the reality of who He is, of what He's done for you during this quarantine time. What a great, great uh, time to do it. Right where where things are shut down, and hey, what, let's let's get to know Jesus more. Let's let's let His life flow through us. Father, thank you for giving us the flesh and blood of Your Son. Thank you for giving us Your Son, so that we could be whole, so that we could be strong today, so that we could be unafraid today. Lord, you are our glory. You're a shield all around us. You're the one who lifts us up above the trouble and becomes our pavilion of safety. And Father, I pray for, for anyone who would be listening, for, for all those who would hear this message, Holy Spirit, reveal Jesus to them in a special way. Help them to enter into the secret place that you would become their fortress and high tower. In Jesus' name, amen. If there's anyone watching uh, this message and you have not put your faith in Jesus, we want to invite you to do so right now. Don't wait. I'm not talking about joining a church or a religion. I'm talking about eating. I'm talking about believing in your own heart that he loves you, that he became flesh for you, that He was crucified for you and that He rose from the dead for you. If you will believe that with your heart and then with your mouth, simply invite Him to, be, to, to come and live in you. Jesus, come and live inside of me. Holy Spirit, reveal Christ to me. Jesus, be Lord of my life. If you will do those simple things, believe that He is who He says He is and with your mouth, declare Him to be Lord of your life, your whole life will change. You will be born again. You will come into the family of God. If you'd like to contact us, if you have any questions about that, need prayer, just uh, reach out to us through our website, 
highwaychurch.us. Highwaychurch.us, contact us uh, on the contact page. We'd be uh, happy to pray with you and answer any questions that you might have. Hallelujah. At Highway Church, we want to help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ and experience the abundant life He came to give you. If you'd like to learn more about God's amazing love for you, please visit us at highwaychurch.us. You can email us at info at highwaychurch.us or message us via our Facebook page. Put your trust in Jesus today and taste and see how good He is.